I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting in the air in them, taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I throw I can't throw it on the football. It's so goddamn hard about holding on to it. Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stag Simpson as the Fantasy Millionaires. What time is it? Showtime. <gasps> and it's Columbus Day. Happy uh, Columbus uh, Day uh, to everyone. Uh, Hope everyone enjoyed their columbus day i did are the fantasy millionaires i'm mike collins that's scott simpson scott how was your columbus day uh my indigenous people's day was way better than my columbus day i got to use my pulpit as an educator to teach the youth about what a piece of shit christopher columbus was it was great i loved it it was uh it was very encouraging I got to show them a brain pop junior and let them know all about through animated teaching uh, what kind of guy Christopher Columbus was. Uh, but hey, it's okay. Ron DeSantos balanced it out by officially writing a huge memorandum and, and talking about what a great guy Christopher Columbus was. So, you know, not to get political, but that guy is an idiot. No offense to governors, but that guy is the worst governor out of any governor uh, in, this, in, in the whole United States of America. Shout out Ron DeSantis. Happy Columbus Day to the bigot John Gruden who just got fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as is his favorite Columbus Day, I'm sure. He's he's celebrating at home right now, unemployed. Uh, what what a guy. John Gruden, man, wow. Uh, yeah. when, when we heard about some of the comments that he made originally, uh, we talked about him yesterday. Uh, we, we didn't really uh, understand. I the thought whole he was going to survive. I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah, one cool. one comment, you know, he's a Hall of Fame coach. He's going to be fine. And this just broke. So we don't know what has happened beyond the fact that it wasn't just one email. There's a string, like a big, huge, long thread of emails where he's attacking women, gay people, yeah. and what else? I don't know misogynistic but. racist language and it seemed like he was particularly putting down a lot of these initiatives that the the nfl was trying to put forth to uh you know help diversity to you know include other minorities and and people in the process who may have been excluded in the past and he was in, in behind back you know the closed doors just kind of shitting all over it so um I, i'm not sad yeah happy columbus day <laughs> yeah happy columbus day <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I, I'm watching uh, right now. I'm watching Adam Schefter and Booger uh, and them talk about it here on, on ESPN. And, uh, you know, it, it is a, you know, a, a huge story to have an NFL head coach. Uh, you know, I think he had a 10 year contract as well. So it wasn't like somebody who was just kind of there for a little bit. This guy was supposed to change uh, the whole face of the franchise, bring them into Vegas, bring them a championship. Uh, and now in the middle of the season, the Raiders are left without a head coach and, and kind of uh, rudderless in the water. Derek Carr, that's his best friend. Mm -hmm. Derek Carr, he lives next door to him, right? Mm -hmm. What are they going to, he's going to look over every day and John Gruden's just going to be like, ah, it's just, oh, they so live next door to each other. 
they live near each other. I, I'm, really? I'm looking up. Yeah, I think they like live in the same neighborhood or something. You know, it's gonna, it's gonna be awkward. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, John's coming down the street. Oh, oh shit, he's gonna see me in my Raiders gear. What you been up to, Derek? Nah, man, nothing. You know, not playing football or anything. So. Um, yeah, it, it was, I get to a crazy week in the NFL, not just the coaching stuff though. We had injuries galore on Sunday. And then even on Thursday night, we lost Russ. We can't cook with Russ anymore. Uh, what's going on here in the NFL? Yeah, man. Uh, the Saquon one was such a bummer. We, oh, we God. hung out on Sunday and, uh, stacks and cash did probably, at least 150 lineups between them and probably over a hundred of stacks and cash had Saquon Barkley in yeah. their DFS tournament plays. Yeah. So that was no bueno, no bueno. That was terrible. Yeah. Um, they said, they said it's not, it's just a sprained ankle. So he, he'll, he'll be back. Um, but man, just Saquon Barkley it's just it's such a shame that guy is so good and just like what a what a freak injury I, I, I'm such a fan of his and I it's such a bummer I mean yep. just walking across the football field and twists his ankle no not not even engaged in a block or uh trying to get away from somebody or stretching for another yard just like two ships crossing in the night and then their rudders hit and then they sink well, one of them sinks uh, for the right. game. Yeah, it was. And that ankle, by the way, looked like uh, Rasim Rahman's head a couple years ago when he had another head. Uh, that ankle looked swole. That was swole. Um, yeah, they said there was no, you know, no real damage. It's just, you know, he sprained his ankle. So I'm sure he'll be back. I'll, I'll bet you with the amount of swollenness, he'll be on the field three weeks from now. So yeah, yeah I that's agree. what I would bet. I agree. I, I was going to say, I've had that exact same injury that he had. And uh, you've seen my calves. I've got some diesel legs. My legs are pretty good. They're pretty strong. I've had that injury, and I was sidelined a month. Uh, mm-hmm. what, with that, what with that being said, the very next day, I had to do a double uh, at Red Hot and Blue. Uh, and so after I sprained my ankle like Saquon did, the very next day, I had to go to work and work two shifts. And then, uh, dude, it was terrible. So uh, I can't believe he's going to be running around in the next two weeks uh, doing what he does, being electric, jump cutting, all that stuff on that on that ankle. So I think week three is, is a good uh, prognostication. Uh, but he wasn't the only person even hurt in that game, by the way. Daniel Jones, who we also had, or I also had, Bowman Big Time had him everywhere, too. We had Daniel Jones. He was only 6,000. He was a great uh, value on DraftKings last week. Daniel Jones going for that touchdown, gets the concussion, uh, so not only did we lose Saquon, which kind of crushes your lineups, then I lost Daniel Jones. So uh, not a great week for injuries in the NFL. They've lost Daniel Jones, Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, and Saquon Barkley. And, and then, they lost, then they lost Kadarius Tony to a punch. You know, those- now, what do, do I, so I haven't seen, I haven't, I meant to read up. Is there any um, further disciplinary actions coming down the pipeline for him? I don't think so. I don't think he came okay. out today and immediately apologized to the Giants, to everybody, to fans, NFL. He just said, hey, man, I made a bad choice. Got emotions took over. And uh, please forgive me. I'm not not going to do that anymore. So uh, good. I, I don't think so. And but I understand uh, he man, he, he looked good. He looked great. He looked great. Oh, and, uh, I love so 
I loved all the fake victory laps on Twitter from everybody. That was one of my favorite things. You know, people were like, he's been my number one all year, you know. So uh, he is, though, going to be one of the number one picks on the waiver wire when we get to the wire later for sure. Uh, you know, yeah. people are going to be bending over backwards to spend their fab on him. Uh, we'll talk about whether that is a good value, bad value uh, coming up. Uh, but I did want to say before we jump into some of our our more uh, you know regular scheduled. Content, let me let me say one quick joke uh, about uh, uh, Kadarius Tony because uh, Ian. I think this was an Ian Hartitz tweet. He had um he he had a tweet. It was a it was a picture. Um, and he said when the caption was like uh, when all it takes is uh you know. Kenny Dalladay, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton being injured to finally find out how good Kadarius Tony is. And it was Jason Garrett sticking his head out in the wind on a train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ian Hart, it's just hilarious. Oh, uh, yeah. So I, I got to tell you, I, I, there were so many interesting like, little side stories that happened on Sunday. One of them I want to show you real quick. Let me share the screen here with you guys. Uh, one of them is, is our boy who we love, who's he's a, a fan favorite of the show. Kirk Cousins, did you see him mixing it up with Mike Zimmer? He was getting no. Watched. Are they happy? What's going on? They're no. pumping each other up. No, look at no. It, it it looks a little angry after a little while. It looks like he. Punched. I don't know. I he think punched. that's a. I think that's like football. I don't look, know. They're pumped up. See, I, we, I, this is this is red zone issues. We did not I, see this during the. No, I know. I know. But I, here's the thing. I think he is pumped up. He punches him in the chest though. Then he grabs it, and then and then he just is like, "Get that fuck off me." You know, so yeah, no, you see the high five to Peterson. Everywhere. This is this is they're just hype. They're doing. I I you know, know. But he, he didn't like that. He didn't like getting punched in the chest. He didn't. He didn't appreciate that. He that that he that looked a little bit more uh, than just you know Kirk being Kirk. He did this. To, he didn't he do that in Washington too. Getting people's faces. He he gets all he gets all excited and after games. And he's not vaccinated. And he. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you're in my personal space. Right. Get out! Get I think, out of my personal area. You're vaccinated. Right. I think that's kind of get away Where's from me. Your mask. Get away from me. Now that just that that cracked me up. I was laughing a bunch at that. Uh, that was killing me. And I just I tweeted out. I said, "You like that?" You know. Mm -hmm. uh, that was one. That was one of my favorites. Uh, and then also another one of my favorites uh, was was uh, man. I gotta tell you, this, this was super cool. This was. At the I was in his. I was in his arms. Oh, that was crazy. We learned from that one, right? Uh, you're gonna break career, man. You're doing your job. That was rough. Appreciate that. Sorry, it's a little loud. Uh, I, it's the two kickers in the Green Bay and, and Bengals game who both missed five straight field goals. There's those like five straight field goals missed in that game to, to try to win it. And then, so you have uh, McPherson and Mason Crosby at the end, just kind of getting together. And, and uh, McPherson said at the beginning, he missed it. He said, I was celebrating. I was in his arms, you know, and he did, he thought he had won the game. Uh, and that was one of my favorite plays too. Uh, when that he was actually doink city, dude, it was just doink, doink, doink. Yeah. Yeah. But why doink, 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 and watch him celebrating. He's so he's jumping around like he won. That's my favorite what part. What a doink! He be, he is a doink. <laughs> he's, he, a, he's a his brain doink. doinked. Total doink. Uh, just doink. the kicker drama was was great. I loved it. It made me laugh a bunch. 
Uh, maybe we'll revisit it later in the show. And then, and the last thing that stood out to me, one more thing uh, that, that, you know, uh, was just awesome. I like to watch film before I start reading and before I start to get to know the football team. Kyle when Pitts. I put on the tape this week, film, right? Yep. Look at this catch. One hand. Like oh, my gosh. Oh, I my. start reading and before filthy. I start to get to know the football team. Just filthy. Kyle Pitts. Over the middle, one-handed grab, extended out. This guy is gonna be bad. He is. I mean, he, he is gonna bad. be bad. He's gonna be bad. Um, I just, I love that, and I thought I want to. I don't know up. if he's gonna get ten touchdowns. No, he might not get ten touchdowns. He's not getting enough targets. If he got that many targets every game and was featured, he would get ten touchdowns. But so far, it's been Cordero Patterson, which you know we all saw coming. So there's that. Uh, but those are just a few things that stood out to me. Uh, you know, before we uh, jump into uh, our first segment. Uh, I saw gonna... I saw another thing on Kyle Pitts though. Somebody else tweeted it could have been the Inhartits. Um somebody tweeted that uh through the first five games of the season, um, most passing yards by a rookie tight end, and um it was 308, um, 301, and like 290 something. And um I forget who the third one was, the second one was Aaron Hernandez, and the first was Kyle Pitts. So mm, Kyle yeah. Pitts, first five games, has more passing yards than receiving, any rookie tight end. Receiving yards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Receiving yards, right. Yeah, no, yeah. No, that that that's something I did not know. That's a good fact there. Uh, right. and, and let's talk real quick. We're going to transition to trades to get paid, right? Here, here's the question. Trades to get paid. Uh, and trades to get paid, by the way, is brought to you by BigTimeFlavor.co. Go over and check out my man, Bo McBigTime. You get your hot box. It's delicious. Uh, also, you can get your uh, That's Cluckin' Hot Seasoning, uh, Taco Season, Season. There's a bunch of stuff. It, there's so many things there. Uh, and then uh, also, do check out Breeding Global. You can get amazing hot box gear like this as well. So uh, let's talk about it. Trades to hot get gear. Paid. Oh, hot box gear. It's in the house. Let's start off with you, my friend. Who is your target this week? Somebody who you think uh, maybe is going underappreciated and who could have a nice end of the season run in them. How, how about this? How about uh, I, I'm I'm ready to trade anybody and everybody for Dawson Knox. And if he's still on your waiver wire and there's fab blow, blow 100 if you've got it. Um, Dawson Knox looks like he's the new Travis Kelsey. I mean, I watched the game last night. It, they, there's a, there's a rapport that's developed between him and Josh Allen. And that is becoming his favorite target on the team. And when plays break down, they're doing the Kelsey Mahomes thing. Like they're, they've been watching these guys and they're (laughs) just like, go there. there. You're bigger. You're all I have to do is throw it higher than that guy can jump. You can get higher than him, and and he has great hands and he comes down with it. He does. It's it Dawson Knox is going to win people fantasy leagues. I mean, um, and, and, and right now would be the worst time to try and trade for him, except for next week when he right, does this again, right. and then right. he does it again. He's not this isn't stopping. This is yeah. this is Dawson Knox is is probably going to have a better season than Darren Waller. Like wow. he's going to be he's going to probably be the number 2 tight end. That's what I think. Um that's bold. I like it. That's that's like yeah. big time bold. Yeah. Yeah. I well, these are what these are what these eyes are seeing when I'm yeah. watching that. Yeah, you know? and I think it's, I think it's if a we really- mentioned him on the waiver wire, it's over. Somebody's yeah. probably already got him. Try and trade for him. And, yeah. and, and give up somebody good. 
If you if you've got if you've got people on your bench that you know you you aren't starting, you know, um, you know, you're just crushing it in your league, and you've got like Noah Fant, and you can trade somebody good, trade somebody good, and get get Dawson Knox. Yeah, I, I'm gonna agree with you on that. Uh, my trades to get paid. Uh, Number one target this week is going to be Chase Claypool. Uh, He's my second. He's my second. Nice. I like it. Here's why. Yeah. Well, I already agree. I already agree. Out for the season, right? Done, Ski. He's gone, right? You got a two-man game there. Three if you count Najee Harris. He's getting a lot of targets as well. Uh, They don't really have that threat at tight end. You're not worrying about Farmuth. You're not really worrying about Ebron that much. Uh, if you didn't notice, Chase Claypool is their tight end in a way, right? He's huge. So I love Chase Claypool the rest of the year. He is right now uh, only scored 62 fantasy points. He's not. Uh, he did have a good week last week, but but even last week, some people did not start him. He was on people's benches. Uh, so there's a real opportunity, I think, to go out and get him. Uh, people love Deontay Johnson, as they should. But I think Chase Claypool down the stretch the rest of the season is going to be maybe not a a, a winner, not a league winner, but somebody who can help you win your league if you have him uh, as a flex wide receiver in your flex. I think he's a a good player to jump at. What do you like about Chase? uh, Any other points that you had that maybe I didn't bring up? Yeah, well, I mean, you you saw what he did versus, uh, you know, one of the the best defenses in the leagues uh, in the league with the Denver Broncos. And um, that I I had predicted that he was going to be the wide receiver one on this team. I think he will be the wide receiver one on this team and it doesn't matter. Um, It'll again, it'll be close because the volume is going to be there for Deontay Johnson, but this, this type of game script where he gets, five or six catches for 120 yards and a touchdown, I think is going to be common. I think he's, he, 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 he is such a threat with the ball in his hands. He's, he's big, he's fast. His neck comes out to here and the guy is just, he, he's a dangerous football player. Um, and in order for them to win games, they're going to have to figure out how to get him the ball as much as possible. Um, and honestly, he would have had um, some bigger games already. He's they, they've just missed a, a few different times. You know what I mean? So like it's a, it is a good time maybe to to trade for him, because I think what you're going to see is 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 that kind of game um, happening again and again and again. No. Yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, do you have any other players to trade trades to get paid? Anybody else that you on your list? One more. One more. Um, Cortland Sutton. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think Cortland Sutton. He was also uh, Cash's pick to be the 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 wide receiver one on that team over Jerry Judy. And I think you know J- Judy's probably got um, three or four more weeks. Um, so, um, may, you know, maybe I I would try and do it now. Um, but you know, you you you. Uh, so if if Judy's coming back in three weeks. You might be able to, you know, convince the person, you know, if you're able to kind of debate text with whoever you're trading, Judy's coming back. And um, either way, uh, it, I, Sutton, um, I think it was uh, was our boy Sal Vetri was talking on Saturday on his, um, you know, his, his, his run the slate show for DFS. Uh, I think he's second 
all uh, in the NFL in terms of um, air yards. Mm. So he 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 had just been missing. Um, you know, Sal had picked him as a, a as a great um, low ownership play for for the slate, and he was right. Um, and I I think that it's just going to continue with him. I think he he's just he's a big body guy. I think pe- people were worried about his knee. There's nothing wrong. He's fine, and he's just going to keep doing better. And I don't think it matters when Judy comes back. Yeah, no, you know, I agree with you about that. I think one thing that we all were taken aback by was the preseason reports from Vic Fangio that he was not doing well and that he was struggling to overcome that knee injury. Uh, and that did put a seed of doubt in my mind. I'm not going to lie. I listened to the coach, uh, and you could see he wasn't performing well in the first couple of weeks, but he hadn't played. He hadn't played in a year. So uh, that's going to be a little bit of rust. He knocked it off, and that touchdown – uh, that he caught, uh, he was faster, he was bigger, he was able to get to that spot, and so I think he can do that again. Uh, I like that. That's a good call. I only had uh, Chase Claypool for me because that was the guy I was just – I want to make sure I get him uh, if I'm getting, uh, you know, uh, my money's worth. That's the one guy. Uh, I loved Austin Knox, by the way. Uh, he is somebody who I don't even think I can get in any of these leagues, but I will try uh, in the BFF. I mean, I'm saying give up, give up like a second rounder or somebody. If you've got – if you've got – the you know George Kittle again going at the end of the second beginning of the third next year it'll be Dawson Knox that goes at that position uh, that's what I honestly think well he's got the quarterback who right. is, that's the it's the key it's the, um, the cheat code the Konami code isn't the tight end it's the quarterback connected to the tight end and that's what you're seeing Dude, the play that he scored like a 70 yard touchdown Josh Allen was running out of bounds said he did the you know go long and Knox just turned around got some space and he didn't even plant like he threw it from the same foot as as his arm and chucks it rifles it like a laser right down the field perfect position Knox just reaches up out of the air poop catches it turns around to the house yeah I mean it was sick it it was uh, and and I, one of my favorite things that I saw, maybe by Ian Harkins, I don't know, uh, was all the pictures of uh, Tyron Matthew being all upset at Sorensen. There was just like picture after picture of him being like, what are you doing? His arms mm-hmm. raised up all angry with somebody scoring a touchdown. I think last week, a couple weeks ago, it was Marquise Brown who did it. Uh, and so Sorensen is a liability uh, back there for the Chiefs. He's a great uh, come up to the edge type of safety and and come off the edge and and stop the, the running back in the backfield or maybe get a hit on your quarterback. He is terrible in deep field coverage. He is one of the worst. So uh, I, I really think that your uh, point about Knox mixed with that matchup really just pushed him to the moon. You know, so I don't know if every single week he's going to have a Sorensen back there to lift him up. Um, but if he's got a Josh Allen to lift him up, it might not matter. I don't think it matters because, it, uh, I mean, he's been doing this in every game. You know, it's just it's just one of these kind of players that, you know, has emerged in, in 2021 that, you know, analysts, insiders, they weren't they couldn't predict the future on this guy. And to me, what I see is they are the new chiefs. They are the new chiefs with a better defense like they they, they do all sorts of cool stuff and maybe a little less gadgetry type plays. Um, but 
they they have a quarterback that can throw it 80 yards all, 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 anywhere on the field while he's just running out of bounds and put it in perfect location. Um, so, uh, and again, you know, um, it, it, you, you've seen a guy like Travis Kelsey, um, you know, you're seeing someone like Kyle Pitts. I mean, you understand the hype on these guys because when you have these type of tight ends, that um you know they they're they're hybrid wide receivers they become so valuable you know the darren wallers and it, dawson knox is, has 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 emerged as fitting into that mold yeah well i like that call out because my other thought i was gonna look for was emmanuel sanders but he's he's ranked 21st right now no one's trading him away uh i mean maybe somebody is but uh that offense like you said it is like the new chiefs offense uh, and their defense is ridiculous and they don't care. Like the thing about the chiefs, they have to score a lot of points, uh, because their defense sucks. Uh, whereas the, uh, it's the worst, yeah, the Colts, uh, not the Colts. Sorry. I'm watching the Colts right now. Uh, whereas, uh, the bills score a lot of points cause they just want to score a lot of points. It, they're not right. they're like, they're beating people 40 to nothing. And they're like, eh, let's get another touchdown here. So I, I love that. They're trying to get paid, trying to get their incentives, trying to get all their little bonuses and stuff. So uh, I'm into that. All right, let's let's jump into now uh, our next segment, which is going to be The Wire. It's presented Wire. by Occupy Fantasy. Uh, before we do start uh, The Wire, I want to say that there are four teams on buy this week. It's the first week of buys, in case you were not aware of that. Uh, so the Atlanta Falcons are on a buy. The New Orleans Saints are on a buy. The New York Jets are on a buy. And the San Francisco 49ers are on a buy. So that's just to kind of give you the, the landscape of what's happening. We've got 14 games next week instead of the 16 we normally have. So uh, with that being said, let's jump right in. Quarterbacks, who are you looking to – oh, and by the way, did I say it was presented by Occupy Fantasy? I got to make sure I put that in there. Yeah, love Occupy Fantasy. Uh, Brian Jester's the man. All right, uh, over there uh, in the quarterback realm, who are you looking to pick up? Well, if you're looking for a streamer, uh, and you know, uh, a two QB pandy system, um, you know, I think Teddy Bridgewater is, ha has emerged and he has a nice, I think, um, I think the Las Vegas Ra Raiders are going to be in shambles and that is who he happens to play, uh, week six. So, um, uh, you know, at, at this point it's, it's the wire is starting to, um, you know, become, you know, it's, it's harder, you know, it's more garbagey, but I think Teddy Bridgewater is, is, is still out there. And, um, he, I think, you know, came back, bounced back from his concussion and, um, you know, put up a decent stat line. Yeah, no, I, he did. I, I, I'm not against that one. Uh, I, I have one though, that I think, uh, you know, just, yeah, I, for, for, for my money, uh, when, when I'm thinking about somebody who, uh, you know, has to be, uh, well, may, maybe he doesn't have to be, but I, I would say Matt Ryan and Jameis Winston this week are both on a buy, right? So they, they probably are going to have to be on the waiver wire or they're, they might be dropped or they might just be, uh, trash. If you want to get them for nothing this week, you want to pick up somebody who you're not going to stream this week, but you're going to play them maybe later on, uh, you know, in the, down the, down the road, they're free. 
Jameis Winston mm-hmm. will be free. Matt Ryan will be free. So if you got zero fab, if you spent all your money or you're down a couple bucks here, uh, those guys probably will be dropped. You could wait for them to be dropped uh, maybe Wednesday, Thursday. Pick them up later. So I'm kind of looking for that bargain QB now. Uh, maybe not streaming him next week, but kind of putting him in your pocket in that Q- two QB pandy system that you're talking about. Uh, shout out Adam Rank. You, you do need to have another uh, quarterback on your team or at least have access to streamers. If your league is, is you know, tons of QBs or 25 on the wire or whatever, that's fine. Um, but a lot of people right now are double QBing uh, just to kind of keep that value. Uh, they don't want to lose it. I mean, look what happened to Russell Wilson. If you didn't have a backup for Russell Wilson, you're out of luck right now. If, if you're in a, a league where quarterbacks are at a, at a premium or, or quarterbacks are kind of gobbled up by the waiver wire monsters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's all I got for QBs. You want to jump into RBs? Oh, yeah, definitely. So there's a lot of different things to, to look at this week with RBs. There's injuries that have come up. There's kind of rebound backs that have kind of also regained steam. Uh, I would say two different ones. The, the main ones I'm looking at, one is Devontae Booker, just to kind of see where, where he's at uh, on the wire. If he's not picked up already, if someone has already claimed him, he should be available in most leagues. Uh, I don't know if the Saquon Barkley uh, uh, you know, guy who drafted him would be slick enough to get Booker and, uh, you know, our guy Saquon. But he should be available mostly. I would look for him. If you don't have him, though, the other guy that I would say might be available is Miles Gaskin, who just blew up. Uh, I don't know if you can trust him, but it, you can't not have him on a roster anymore now. He just has to be uh, rostered. That's just how it's going to go. So those are two guys that might be available uh, in your league, and I would just check and see if they are. Yep. I'll put uh, Darrell Williams to Clyde Edwards Hilaire's injury. Okay. He becomes valuable. Um, you know, uh, and then. I don't. We don't know what's going on with Damian Harris. Uh, some type of he injured himself, yes, then yes, re-injured himself. Uh, so New England running backs, um, Brandon Bolden, Ramondre Stevenson, they both are worth a look. Yeah, and I, I mean Bolden's kind of the new James White. He got four targets last week. Uh, not that he's the new James White, but he's the that role that the the Patriots have. So look and see if if any of those guys are available. You probably get them cheap. You know, not gonna be too expensive. Uh, if you're if you're you know kind of basement dwelling there uh khalil herbert for chicago might be available he's somebody who he out snapped uh the other williams the, uh, the other damian williams uh over there in chicago and then aj Dillon, we eviscerated him a couple weeks ago he's mm-hmm. had a couple steady weeks too so if, he, if he's still around might want to grab him up uh those are all the running backs uh that i think uh are worthy of uh a roster ship on the wire what, what about wide receivers who's your number one wide Darius tony he's probably you know if if somebody didn't snag him on sunday like somebody did in our main league um you know he looks like he's worth a lot of fab um he 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 man i kept just being like who is that like that's who who's 89 who is that that's tony that Percy Harvey good yeah, he just looks so fast and strong. He just looked like he is ready to play the wide receiver position at the NFL level, man. That guy, um, you know, there, yeah, there was a lot of uh, uh, mixed vibes on him in the fantasy community. Um, you know, the people who are victory lapping, uh, you know, they're people who, you know, paid attention to him in college. And um, it doesn't always translate, but what I saw, <laughs> he's good to go. Like, uh, that guy is, he, he is worthy of mad targets. So yeah. he looked like an NFL, uh, professional football player to me. That's what he looked mm-hmm. like as well. Mm-hmm. And, and I it, can't it, even comp him on anybody either. Like, 
um, you know, maybe like Antonio Brown almost like not you know, obviously not the same type of like hands and and just like, you know, just ballerina like catches. But we haven't seen enough, you know, the sample size isn't there. So who knows? Um, but just, uh, you know, in terms of just agility and toughness and uh, route running, he just looked good. Yeah, he's got he's got a, a, a lot of wiggle in him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Tyreek Hill does like, you know, jukes and things like that. He, this guy just like writhes. He's like writhing away from you. You know what I mean? It's, it's a little bit, it's a little different, uh, but I love it. I love it. It, it, it is um, something refreshing when we turned on the, the game on Sunday to, to see a Giants receiver not hobbled or hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out every hurt and hobbled Giants wide receiver. Uh, at one point, they put a graphic up on the screen that said, Daniel Jones out, Saquon Barkley out they also had up there kenny galladay out you're just like what the hell man this is all in the same game knee concussion ankle not great so uh, did the colts d just take one to the house there what, I'm, what? A little, I'm a little bit behind i'll have to just check well i think oh wow just are they, are they are they beating down the ravens right now oh my gosh the colts d took one to the house bo mcpig time peace out bro i just beat you oh you got the colts d yeah yeah oh my god you had a nail biter going too um all right how about uh deontay harris you know after Kadarius tony kind of shelf falls off a little bit but deontay harris um you know he's quietly been putting together a, a good season um you know uh he he w- w- i mean th- this this whole Saints offense it's been tough to predict um Marquez Callaway Traquan Smith before his injury and then Deontay Harris it looks like Deontay Harris is probably the most viable receiver on that team and and is probably going to be the the uh the wide receiver one unless Marquez Callaway keeps catching Hail Marys um I, I will say though, uh, Marquez Callaway did have two touchdowns in the game, right. not just one. So minus right. that, and th- and this is the reason I do have Marquez Callaway on my list. It's because Deontay Harris left the game with an injury, and so that's the only thing I would say. Monitor the Deontay Harris injury, see how he's going to do this this week if he misses practice, um, and if he does miss practice and he's not going to play if he's out, then go to Marquez Callaway. So for me, it is Harris and then Callaway if Harris is out. Um, and the only other person I had was. Uh, I'm on Ross St. Brown. I'm not sure if you say it Ra- or, or Ray. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. St. Brown, uh, he has two back-to-back games with eight targets, uh, and that's what we're looking for. He hasn't scored a bunch of touchdowns this year, um, but he's getting volume, and volume is what you need. That's that's kind of the, the key ingredient. So if you're desperate there and you're chasing those kind of suck-out points or that come from behind, the lines are always going to be sucking out coming from behind. Uh, there, there's some opportunity there for, for uh, some points as well. Uh, you want to jump down to tight ends? Yeah, let's do it. I, I will say this. I, I will victory lap Dawson Knox because we said last last week, get him. We said get him. He's our number. I've one been player. saying. I've been talking about him, but yeah. but but now I'm just I'm I'm. Now we're slam dunking, saying yeah, I'm like, banging the gong on that dude. It's time. I, okay, here's somebody who uh, we saw last week uh, who, who is not Dawson Knox, but man, he's got some athleticism. And if he was on uh, the Buffalo Bills, it might be lights out. David Njoku going to the house. He looked great again. And so the question I have is David Njoku for real, or is it just a one offer where he does that once a year or twice a year? He, he gets a lot of targets and then there's nothing. Uh, what do you think? 
you know, I, you know, obviously looked at him and, um, you know, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he, he was, he was the guy that was supposed to be, um, you know, he's, he, he's had injuries and things just haven't panned out. And then Austin Hooper emerged. So to me, I'm not sold on it yet. Um, but I, I, I like the recommendation. I didn't put him down. Um, just because there's still Austin Hooper there and I don't know, but you know, if you do jump on Njoku now, um, you might end up having a really nice tight end. Um, so I mean, that was a big game. So yeah, we, we, we you just don't know. No, you, you don't know. I, I will say this so far in the season, if you want to compare the two of them, uh, Njoku has 17 targets. Hooper has 16 targets. So they're, you know, right there. Uh, uh, but this is the huge part, and this is what just gets you, right? It's the yards. Uh, Austin Hooper has 97 yards, and then David Njoku has 260 yards. And so that 15 yards per catch, of course, is aided by that 75-yard, you know, 71-yard long touchdown. But still, 15.3 yards uh, per target to 6.1 yards per target. Uh, that's, that's, just, that's just something I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for. Uh, if you have Austin Hooper, transition into Ninjoku. That's kind of where I would say uh, if you're going to target one of those tight ends. So uh, those are all of my wire. Uh, I, I, Dan Arnold, maybe if you're. I have Dan, I put down Dan Arnold, Tommy Tremble, and Ricky Seals-Jones. So I have Seals-Jones too. Yeah, yeah. He's actually yeah. later. I, I'm assuming you picked him up last week or, or maybe you didn't, but he's in my elevate this week. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. So, um, but yes, yes, definitely Steels Jones as well. I'm sorry, my my mind just assumed he's on your team. He's in my cube stack. He's in your cube. <laughs> oh, you know, dude, I got a little cube stack for you too, and uh, I'm excited about that in our DFS uh, uh, stacks, stacks of cash. Stacks of cash, right? So, all right, very cool. All right, uh, any defenses? Any streaming defenses? This is a little tricky for me. This Colts, week. Colts first Texans, Colts defense. Uh, Woo. Yes, that's the only one I could find. Um, I know it's a hard, it's like all the defenses next week. It's, it's, it's kind of tough. You know, I would say I, I maybe, maybe the Miami dolphins, Tom Brady is a lot different than Trevor Lawrence. And so I have a little bit more faith that they can stand up to Trevor Lawrence compared to Tom Brady. One's the goat and one is the turnover goat. Yeah. 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 yeah, Miami. I like like dolphins D. Um, I mean, Man, if you have the Bills D, that D. Oh, man, that D. Yeah, I mean, that's why it's like you either know now or you don't. Um, but, but uh, you know, the Colts, um, they might still be on the waiver wire. You, you should get them. So, yeah, no, I agree. All right, well, uh, that was our The Wire brought to you by Occupy Fantasy. Uh, hopefully you can go out there and get some of those players and help your team win your championship. All oh, the Colts uh, didn't get a touchdown on that. Damn it. What are you going to do? Sorry, Bo, you're back alive. All right, let's jump into our favorite segment. One of our favorites. They're all our favorites. They're all babies. But one of our favorites, Elevate, Mitigate, and Eviscerate, uh, presented by Underdog Fantasy. Uh, all of our uh, partners are down. If you're on YouTube, they're down in the comments below, down in the in the sponsorship. Check out Underdog Fantasy. Uh, I want 100 bucks on Sunday with a five-team, $5 parlay, or six-team, $5 parlay, and it just, I mean, a hundred bucks. You can't beat that, right? Uh, that, that actually was a five. It was five plays. Five plays, a hundred bucks. Five dollars turned into a hundred. If I would have bet 500 bucks, I would have had 
oh, like a million dollars. So uh, that's just one of my favorite things to do over there on Underdog Fantasy. And that doesn't even count best ball or the season leagues or the uh, the weekly leagues they have either. So uh, do check them out over there at Underdog. Let's talk about players that you want to elevate off your bench. Who is the first quarterback or do you not have any quarterbacks? Uh, I only had one. And again, you know, we try and pick people that, you know, are kind of on the fringe and we say, you know, promote it like that guy in your two QB pandy system. Uh, I couldn't really come up with anybody besides um, Jalen Hurts, which you're probably already starting. I mean, the guy just he he's averaging like 25 fantasy points versus any defense. And I really like this matchup versus the Bucks. I, I think. I think it, it fits really well with his skill set. Um, their secondary is so depleted, and I think he's going to be able to. Re- I think he's going to put together a really nice fantasy game. He's somebody that I'm going to be just locked and loaded on in uh, DFS lineups. So, oh, I like that. Um, I'm going to have somebody who he's a big name, but currently he ranks 19th out of quarterbacks, and that's Joe Burrow. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, not, mm-hmm. he's not a top 12 quarterback right now, but I would he's say he's in my stack of cash. He's yes, in there. He is somebody who this week he goes up against the Lions. They have not been completely terrible this year. You'd be surprised, uh, you know, where they rank against quarterbacks. But I do think that he has a big game and it's because of, of Jamar Chase, T Higgins. He's got two of the best, um, youngest hey, wide boy and, and I'm not, TJ Uzma. I can't even I mean, he's, yeah. he's locked and loaded. He, and, and his throat contusion is not going to keep him out of the game. They're already saying that. So whatever that, that was, yeah, whatever and, and throat actually, contusion is. I, I heard that he didn't get it hurt on that play that I predicted. I you know when he fell down on his neck and kind of got his bell rung. It was on another play. He got poked in the giblet. So uh, mm-hmm. he's going to be okay. I'm not worried about that questionable tag. Uh, if something develops and changes, you know, I'll pivot. But, uh, you know, right now he's got 11 touchdowns. He's got a 106 passer rating. The fancy points are going to come. Uh, I know they are. I'm not worried about it. Uh, I mean, he does have fantasy points, but uh, against Detroit, I think he, you're looking at 25 to 30 points for him this week, and uh, uh, I'm going to be smashing him. So uh, yeah. that's my quarterback. What, what about uh, you got any RBs that you want to elevate? I elevated this guy last week, and I'm elevating him again, Leonard Fournette versus the Eagles. Um, mm-hmm. The Eagles just are not good versus the run, and he, he, he has emerged as – the uh, you know the primary weapon on that team, and I would predict he has another um, you know high, a, a lot of volume, and uh, you know they get down in th- that three yard line position, and he's going to get the ball and and uh, you know get you fifteen points. Yeah, I like that call. Yeah, for for me, it's somebody who maybe you didn't bench him last week, but you're you're considering benching him this week because he had a poor performance last week, and that's Chase Edmonds. He only scored four point four fantasy points last week. He did not have a good game, but but this week he's going up against the Browns defense, and the Browns defense is not very good against the running back position. Austin Eckler lit them up for the RB one last week, and I know that there's not a tit for tat comparison there with Chase Edmonds, and, and uh, you know one of the better players in the NFL, but I do think he's somebody who will return that kind of flex value that he had previously. So on buys, when people are on buys, it elevates people who are flexes and makes them a little bit more valuable. Uh, so I think Chase Edmonds, you definitely play him this week against the Browns. Don't worry. He's going to bounce back. Uh, he's somebody who I did not believe in at the beginning of the year, uh, but 
with Kyler Murray, he he does elevate everybody else's his play. He it's like a, a rising tide lifts all ships. He's part of that rising tide of Kyler Murray. So I do like him this week against the Browns. Yeah, Michael, I was um, frozen there. <laughs> no, I was, I was, there was a two point. I was watching the game. <laughs> um, okay, let's do wide receivers. All right, wide wide receivers. Uh, you want to start? Yeah, uh, I already said Jalen Hurts, um, Devontae Smith versus the Bucks. He's gonna go ham in this game. This is gonna be yep. this is gonna be his Jamar Chase game. Um, I, I, I'm predicting a, a, a stat line. You know, one thirty. You know, seven catches, at least a TD. He, he. This is this is gonna be this is gonna be a fun game. Like I think it's gonna be a lot closer. I don't know what what the odds are right now. In fact, uh, let's let's predict it. What do you? We don't know. We haven't looked at the odds. What do you, what, what are you going to call um, Vegas odds makers putting this this game at? Okay, Let it's a Thursday about. night game. It's a Thursday. It is the Thursday night game. I'm going to uh-huh. say the Bucks are favored by a touchdown. That's what I'm going to give them. I'm going to give them seven points in this. What do you think? Bucks get seven. Uh, are they home or away? That's that's what you got to find out. Bucks schedule. Oh, they're away. So maybe it'll be five. I think it'll be five. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna bet. Yeah. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say four. Four and a half. Yeah. Four and I'll, and do, a half. I'll do that. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to see. So, I don't know. I, I, we'll I, see I, when what? the lines come out. I so I, I I believe that um it's gonna be closer than that. Like I think it's a field goal. I think I think they keep it close and I I just like this matchup. Um and so I want Devontae Smith. He's Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, that I'm putting them all over my DFS lineups. Yeah, no, I, I like that call. Uh, I, I'm gonna talk about somebody who we talked about earlier in the show. Uh, and that's Kadarius Tony. He's going up against the LA Rams. And so you might go, ah, I picked him up. I got him. I don't want to start him, start him. It, 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 particularly if Daniel Jones is there, start him, start him, start him. Uh, I'm not worried about, uh, Jalen Ramsey locking him down. He's not going to run out of the Jalen Ramsey side of the field. He's going to go all over the field. He's going to be used on the slot in the slot. He's going to be run out of the X, the Y they're going to put him everywhere. Cause it's all they have. So, uh, if you have Tony, don't be afraid to start him. Uh, you might be looking at that matchup and go, uh, the Rams, the Rams are playing a little bit different style of defense this year where they're allowing yards, uh, but they're not giving up the big back breaking touchdowns. Uh, that's good. That's good for the carriers. Tony that's underneath passes for him where he can kind of wiggle and shake, get some yards and can make people miss. So uh, do start Tony this week at wide receiver uh, versus the LA Rams. I got one more. I'll go uh, our boy chase Claypool mm. versus Seattle. It's uh, a great. I, I, yeah. I think, I think he had, I think it's a, it's another big week for him and uh, Maple Tron uh, starts putting his stamp on the NFL. So, yeah, no, that's, that's a great call. Uh, and then, I mean, the only thing I have for tight ends is uh, Dawson Knox, Dawson Knox, Dawson Knox. Dawson, Dawson Knox. Knox. That's Dawson who Knox. I have, too. Dawson yeah, Dawson Knox. Knox. That's all I have. Yeah. yeah. Dawson Knox. And, and you know what? He's actually playing the worst defense versus tight ends. And it, no, not like he, like this no. is not a good matchup for him. It's right. a, no, the no, Titans. Sure. That's the only, no, no, no. The Titans are only good against the tight end. Right. Against the tight end. Doesn't matter. Doesn't Dawson. Dawson. 
Dawson Knox for president. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say this though. The, the Tennessee Titans have not played a bunch of teams with great tight ends though. I mean, they played, right. they played stat. Seattle. They suck. They played Arizona. Max Williams didn't do anything in that game. Uh, they played the Jets. They don't even have a tight end on the Jets. So I, I think that I think that's <laughs> is one of the biggest misnomer. They just gave up on that position. The Jacksonville Jaguars caught a touchdown against them, though. I mean, that was Dan Arnold last week. So I, I do. I think you you smash that no matter what the matchup. I don't think it matters. Um, yeah, good good call there. Uh, you know, Cash. I like it a lot. All right, let's let's move Thank on here. Guys to uh, players that you're going to be mitigating this week, which means you're not going to be playing them. You're going to be benching them. Well, speaking of Dawson Knox's team, uh, you're probably already not going to start Ryan Tannehill. Definitely keep that sentiment and don't start him this week. You never know. I mean, he might. He, he, he Maybe this is a week where he r- rushes for a touchdown and, and finds AJ Brown. But just if you're playing, if you're playing what's been happening so far, uh, look elsewhere, Ryan Tannehill does not have a good matchup. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And last week he scored like 13 points or something. I mean, against the Jacksonville Jaguars, a team you think, okay. Um, but you can see that AJ Brown, not healthy. You know, uh, it, that offense is really struggling. So I'm with you. He is losing people their leagues too, because he was like a seventh round draft pick, and it's yeah. just, yeah, it's troubling. Yeah, he's definitely losing me some of my best ball leagues for sure. So mm-hmm. I thought I was getting some great deal when I was getting a uh, you know a little discount on Ryan Tannehill, but no, not mm-hmm. good. Uh, it, along the same vein, somebody who started off hot but has cooled off. Lately, and I don't like their matchup this week either. Is Derek Carr not, not counting the fact that his you know coach just got fired? Um, but he's going up against the Broncos. You mentioned that earlier, uh, and and I, I have a problem with that. I don't think that he is going to be effective against their secondary. They do have a good secondary. The only team to kind of beat them was the Ravens, and and the reason they beat them, by the way, is because they brought their safeties up to try to stop Lamar Jackson. And then Lamar Jackson went over the top to Marquise Brown. So uh, if you're going to do that, you're going to bring your safeties up. Yeah, then they can beat you over the top. They normally don't bring their safeties up. They normally keep them back in that that too deep shell. So I really do uh, think Derek Carr is in for a little bit of, uh, you know, continued struggles. He's been struggling the last two games. I think he's going to struggle this game as well. Yep, I'm with you. I agree. All right, All right uh, running backs. Running backs. I'm going to stick with, with this game too, and I'm going to go Melvin Gordon. Uh, Melvin Gordon has scored under nine fantasy points the last two games where Javante Williams, he's getting you 13, you know, 12, 13 points. Uh, I, I'm not a huge Melvin Gordon fan in general. I talked about it. What I thought was going to happen is kind of starting to happen. You're seeing Javante Williams out touch him a little bit here, get a couple more receptions, be a little more effective. Melvin Gordon isn't dust. He's not, but he has not been effective. So I'm going to be benching him this week until he can show me uh, that he can do a good job. And I know the Raiders aren't horrible against the run, but you're dealing with a dual backfield. So you're, you're hoping for touchdown or bust. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to look for something else. I'm going to go on the other side of the field in that same game with Josh Jacobs. Uh, Broncos D, again, legit. And I, I think it's a good, if you have, you know, three good backs and, and, and four good wide receivers or however many, um, you know, if it's a 2-2 two, two flex league or if it's a 2-3 flex league, we have 2-4. Um, if you have the option, I would I would sit Josh Jacobs in this game. Yeah, I'd go I go wide receiver uh, in, in his place. Right. But I would not go this wide receiver, and that is my guy Cole Beasley. The bees 
we talked about another unvaccinated friend, him and Kirk Cousins hanging out in the loser lounge. Uh, they have he has four targets in the last two games. That's not good. That's terrible. Emmanuel Sanders is Emmanuel out. Sanders has taken him taking off him, this team. He takes him yeah. off. He does not. And and Cole Beasley has had double digit targets this year. So it's not like he's a nobody or he's never done it this year. He has. So uh, I do like Emmanuel Sanders and Dawson Knox. They're eating away at the Cole Beasley. So sorry. They're Beasley. ruining Stefan Diggs. They are ruining all, all of Stefan Diggs owners. It's just like, ugh. ugh. Yeah. Well, I'm one of them. Uh, and I, I tweeted out today a picture of uh, the other Harbaugh brother, not John Harbaugh. Um, but the other one, uh, and he was making an, uh, an upset in, you know, the coach of Michigan making an upset, crazy, angry face about something. And I tweeted out, I said, when I go to bed and Stefan Diggs has 9.8 fantasy points at halftime. And then I wake up and he's got 9.8 fantasy points at the end of the game. I don't like that. I don't like that. That that's, uh, bothers me. Uh, that sticks in my craw a little bit. I'm not a fan of that. So, um, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Not good. Yeah, um, I'm going AJ Brown, dude. Ooh, yeah, uh, I mean, Bill's defense, man. Micah Hyde, Teron Johnson, Mario Addison, Tredavious White, Levi Wallace, Teron Johnson again. I mean, they're they're good. They are really, really good. And uh, if you can sit them sucks you probably drafted him in the second or third round um if you can find find somebody else uh you know like Devonte smith or chase claypool i would do it yeah no i like that uh do you have any tight ends that you want to uh mitigate um you know what i would i would sit dalton schultz this week first new england new england um they 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 cover tight ends well and uh, I just think it's time for him to stop being so hot. I think this is going to be a, a week where um, he cools down a little bit. So uh, I, I don't like the matchup. So I, I'm if 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 at all possible, look elsewhere. Yeah, um, you know I'm not going to disagree with that. Uh, I, I would say you know, and I it 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 does pain me to say this, um, but. You know, my, my guy, Jared Cook, just he, he got me th- four points last week. I, I, I'm, I want to see a little more out of Jared Cook. I'm going to be sitting him going elsewhere until he can c- c- kind of come back. And and so far this year, I'm not trying to belabor, you know, uh, his struggles or anything. But th- this year, uh, you know, 10.6, 5.8, 4.7. Then he gets you 19. You're like, oh, shit, this guy's good. 3.9 again. So just really, 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 really inconsistent. Uh, right. and you've got Mike Williams on the team. You've got Keenan Allen on the team. You got Donald Bob Parham. Donald Parham is eating into his touchdowns as well. So uh, I would just say, Jared Cook, if you can move on from him, I'm, I'm looking to do that right now. And, and Benjamin mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. those are my guys. That's, that's all I'm uh, mitigating. Anybody you're eviscerating this week? Well, uh, I think it's time to say goodbye to two running backs that we both, you know, nobody was sure at the beginning of the year if Ronald Jones was going to be the guy we've mentioned him before, or if Devin Singletary was going to be the guy. Uh, they're not the guys. So yeah. if if you need to pick up somebody, there's somebody like Dawson Knox, and the only person on your team you need to cut, you can cut 
is Devin Singletary or Ronald Jones. Throw them in the trash. Just yeah. say bloop, oh. bloop, bloop. Uh, no, and I would add, uh, you might want to make it a threesome and put Trey Sermon in there with them too. So Trey Sermon. Yeah. 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 Throw Trey Sermon along in there with them too. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not going to say get rid of Elijah Mitchell at all, but that's the number one running back there. You can kind of see where, where they're headed with Elijah Mitchell. Um, not that Trey Sermon sucks. He doesn't. But right now in this offense, he's not getting the volume of the touches. And so I mean, he kind of sucks because Elijah Mitchell is a six-round draft pick, and he's better than him. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, anybody else you want to eviscerate? That's the only guy. I, I was feeling very uh, benevolent this week. Yeah, hot trash on Trey Sermon. Peace out. Yeah. Peace out. Okay, excellent. Well, that was one of our favorite segments. That was Elevate, Mitigate, This Rate, sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. Check out the Underdog link in the comments below, and please click subscribe and do code NIMBLE. That would help us out a lot. We would make mucho dinero, like like 10 bucks or something. So it's not that much money. All right, let's jump into one of our favorite segments, a, a, a segment that I'm going to uh, – boast about because last week we crushed uh top dfs stacks of cash every week presented this week by run the sims.com check out run the sims.com for all of your dfs for all of your sports gambling they've got it all covered i love justin freeman and those guys over there please do patron them um let's do a victory lap last week my most expensive stack tom brady and antonio brown Nice. The fantasy millionaires last week, you got hot fire from Scott Simpson. He gave you that stack. That was the stack that won the Millie maker folks. So all you had to do was listen to that to start your lineup. And then the rest was up to you. So you're welcome, by the way. Uh, and then also my other stack, I missed a little bit on it. It was Justin Herbert, who was incredible. And I said, Keenan Allen, it was Mike Williams. So, you know, half a credit to me there. Uh, let's talk about our stacks this week. Uh, I'll let you jump in there. Who is your, sirloin no is it your filet mignon your filet mignon who's your filet the mignon? filet mignon is a freaking no-brainer it's mahomes for 8300 and kelsey at 7000 or and or tyree kill um the washington football team is hot trash no and the chiefs just lost and Mahomes boy is going to light them up. This is going to be a game where they bring balance to the force. Mm. I can't believe they've already lost three games. This is nuts. And they are going to come out swinging and perfect defense to do it on. Yeah. This is third worst defense in the league. I, it, 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 this is this is going to be. Tyree kill 200 yard game possibly. So um, yeah. th th this, uh, you know, you're paying up who cares? You know, you paid up last week for Derrick Henry at 9,000. Who cares? You, who cares? You, I, I, this is definitely, um, you know, you, you gotta, you, you get, you, you put these guys in your lineups. You, you might, you might get a hundred points from, from, Tyree Kill and and Patrick Mahomes or Tyree or uh, Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah, I, I like that a lot. Um, I, I went another way because I I thought you might be going that way just because the Washington football team was involved and their defense is shit. Uh, I, I'm going to take Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Right? Um, I, I I you you they were your stack last week. Correct. Mm -hmm. And they did, mm -hmm. they did okay. They didn't do too great. Uh, I think particularly Kyler Murray, well, he struggled last week. The 49ers boxed him in. They did a great job of kind of keeping him in front of them. 
which is tough to do. The the Cardinals just gave up 47. I mean, sorry, the Browns just gave up 47 points to the Chargers. Um, the Cardinals are going to go into Cleveland. They're f- five and zero. Oh. They're the only undefeated team in the NFL right now. The Browns looked really, really good uh, up until last week. And then they may still look good on offense, but on defense, I mean, they, they were just giving up huge chunks of yards uh, on the ground, through the air, uh, everybody. because they went for it on fourth down every time, though, too. Yes, you they, know? Yes, they did. That, I that was crazy. That was great. That fourth, was fourth, fourth and, and seven, ball on the 19-yard line. Let's go. Analytics say go for it? What? That's no. what the analytics say? I think just Joe Staley says go for it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. When you have Justin Herbert though, I don't I don't know if it really matters. Same with Kyler Murray. I, I, I really do uh love it. if you want to get cheaper, you can go down and, and and you know AJ Green's available, Rondell Moore, cheaper stacks. Uh you if you don't want to be paying up for the DeAndre Hopkins, but I, I do like them this week against the Browns. Uh who who is your sirloin sirloin stack? Joe Burrow at sixty three hundred and high T Higgins at fifty three hundred. Uh-huh. I think this is a high T Higgins game this week. I think he 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 gets in the end zone, um, and you can build a nice little team. Uh, I think I think uh, Burrow. This is a, a, a multi touchdown game. You always have Jamar Chase. He might get in the end zone, um, but T Higgins at fifty three hundred. I think this is a it's going to be a nice week for him. I like that. I like your high T Higgins joke, by the way. Uh, I tweeted out on Sunday and then someone said, come on, Scott. But I think you're I, better I, than that. I, saw better, that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you're right. I am better than that. Ralph Macho said. So, yeah, uh, I threw yeah. you under the bus right quick. OK, no. my, I know yeah, I'm not either. I would. I just wish I thought of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're trying to take it until somebody said it sucked. <laughs> and immediately was like, it's Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was Ralph's. Um, Ralph's. my, my, my <laughs> yeah, so my sirloin stack is sexy. It's Matthew Stafford and Robert Woods. Robert Woods, at that. Robert Woods was so sexy last week, only priced up to 6100 it, it, It's like they, they, they're not paying attention. He should be 65, 66. Uh, I love that price for him. And so, uh, Stafford's a little expensive at, at 67, but put them together and you're 12, eight. I mean, that's just, uh, that's value, my friend. Uh, and I like their matchup as well. Uh, you know, when you're playing against the giants, you're going to score, look at the Cowboys, look at the Washington football team. Uh, I mean, everybody scores on them. So, uh, I think that's going to be uh, a nice little, you know, mm, okay. Magnifique for you. If you stack that Matthew Stafford and Robert Woods. How about you for your cube steak stack? My cube, uh, going back to that Chiefs game, the the uh, the only worst defense in the league than the Washington football team is the Chiefs, and the Chiefs defense is the like it's it's in a different league of bad. They're bad. They're bad. Every single they're bad versus QBs. They're they're bad versus tight ends. They're bad versus wide receivers. They're bad versus running backs. They're bad. They're bad. They're bad. They're bad. And so for a, 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 a really dirty cut of chewy meat, a cube cut that you got to hit with a hammer a bunch of times, Taylor Heineke at 5,800 and uh, Ricky Seals Jones for 3,000. That, um, that is gross. I love that's it. That's an 8,800 stack that you can just build around and just put all sorts of just studs in your lineup. So that's my cube. 
I got to tell you, uh, I'm a little, I'm a little jelly because you stole part of my cube. You stole a little bit of my cube. I'm also going uh, Taylor Heineke, not Tyler. I figured it out. Taylor Heineke this week and Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel, 3,500. Uh, he hasn't done anything yet, of course. That's why he's priced down there. Um, but like you said, this game is going to be uh, no defense allowed. Um, none at all. And so I think Curtis Samuel at 3,500 is a great value play. I mean, he hasn't done anything as a Washington football team member, so nobody's going to be on him. So if you wanted somebody who's got zero rostership uh, going into a GPP, it's going to differentiate you a lot. So I would stack him up with Tyler Heineken. And if you want to do the double stack, you could put your guy Ricky Seals-Jones in there. Tyler. Tyler. Ah! <laughs> Damn it. Taylor, <laughs> I, it's, it's 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 how you learn it. I learned it first the wrong way because somebody said it wrong the first time I heard it, and then I've I've been ruined ever since. So Taylor, uh, he's going to have to throw the football a lot in this game. And fifty eight hundred, if you get you twenty points, you know you, you're you're cashing. So uh, I All like right. that. Yeah, uh, that that was it. That that was the top DFS stacks of cash presented by Run the Sims. Man, we're just flying through the show here. We only got one segment left. I can't believe it three tweets oh my gosh this is one of our favorite segments uh, i heard that your tweet is funny as shit so i'm not going to use my tweet to start or your tweet to start i'm gonna use my tweet to start uh make sure i mute it as well this time uh so this is a um we're going to show you a compilation of all the missed field goals the other day from the Bengals versus the green bay packers game uh, it's a little TikTok they put together. I think it is hilarious. So if I could just, uh, I'm just got to pause it there, do a little screen share here. One of these days we're going to pay a producer, but right now I'm working for free. And so, you know, you can't beat free. Free is good. You know, you're doing great, bud. Uh, I'm, I'm working. I'm working. It. Okay. So this is a compilation. It says, welcome to a tie next score wins. And uh, make sure I can push play here. Here we go. Voice activation required. Thor. Access denied. Uh, Thor, son of Odin. Access denied. God of Thunder. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Point break. Point break. <laughs> Oh, I love that. That was great. You had to, you had to, uh, you know, know a little bit about the Avengers there, but just that point break joke, uh, that, that got me. Uh, if you're, if you're listening on the podcast, Mason Crosby missed two field goals, McPherson missed two field goals. And then finally at the end, Crosby hits the game winner in overtime, uh, after four missed field goals. Uh, so I love that. Uh, let's go to yours. Let's get your setup here. What, what, what do you have working for you? All right. So this this picture i kept seeing this picture right and and people were making funny jokes or whatever but like nothing really like really got me right i never i never thought that this was i was just all the jokes were like just kind of dumb you know yeah. nothing made me laugh and then i saw this one and it said for every 25 likes this gets will make jason kidd's collar bigger it's so, pretty big already. I yeah. just want to say that. <laughs> I actually hadn't noticed that or that part of it. Uh, no one had made that joke. So okay. this is a thread that we're going to have to go through, and it's going to take a little while. So this okay. is the first one. So open it up. Okay, yeah. So here's the next one. He got 25 likes. So yeah. then we'll just keep going down. Okay, next, next one. Okay, go down. 
there's there's the next one okay, okay. okay. all right okay that's yep. good I he like got that. 25 likes i like that <laughs> <laughs> so got 25 more likes all right like the bigger. next one it's bigger all right <laughs> <laughs> okay keep going keep going it looks like he's got jet wings on right now. Keep going. <laughs> keep, keep going. Hold on. Keep okay. Going. Okay. <laughs> it's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. <laughs> so all it is right now is just it's just his head sticking out of a volcano of color. <laughs> okay. This has made me laugh so hard. Keep going. <laughs> Got twenty five more likes. Got twenty four more likes. Okay. <laughs> now he's just a, a head on a triangle. Okay, you can go down a, a few. <laughs> just keep. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Right. Now, oh, now, oh. now they add a little perspective. Okay, there's him at half court. Okay, there's there's this big huge collar. Okay, okay, okay. Scroll down a little bit. Oh, there he is. It made it a little bit bigger. Yeah. <laughs> it made it a little bigger. Okay. Uh, yeah, you okay. get the idea. Keep going down a little bit. Okay. okay. Keeps down. getting bigger. Yeah. Keeps getting bigger. <laughs> There's his head. His head's right here. His head's still in the middle. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just keep going down. Keep going down. Keep going down. Keep going down. Oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, keep going down. Oh. <laughs> it's bigger than the than the court right now. Oh my you have, god! You have a while to go. <laughs> keep going down. Keep going down. Okay. Now you the scoreboard. The scoreboard is uh, off kilter because the collar is so big; it's pushing up the scoreboard. And <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. And it's for that reason I'm out. It's yeah, bigger. It's bigger than the stadium. Oh, okay. What's that at the top it's, of the stadium? Looking through the stadium. <laughs> keep going down. Keep going down. Keep going down. Oh my gosh! It's bigger than the stadium. That's hilarious. And then we're keep going. Keep going. Nope. Don't look at that one. Keep going. Okay. Keep going. Oh, oh, oh! They cut out. Oh man. Where'd the rest of it go? Was there? Was no. there a lot? Oh no! People hijacked the thread. Yeah. Oh no! They hijack the thread. It just, it just goes out into like outer space. It goes into outer space. Yeah, it just keeps going. They That's keep so getting funny. more and more likes, and then there's like a man on the moon, and then the Earth becomes the collar, and then it goes out into the solar system, and it just—it's hilarious. It, it, it just tickled my funny bone. So that—that that made me laugh. I was actually crying, laughing. I think you're going to be the winner of three treats for sure, my friend. Um, okay. While you're setting your tweet up, I'm just going to throw in another tweet for fun, um, and uh, you know, I did just for for shits and giggles. Uh, this is a big fat guy going to kick a field goal, and just said every kicker this weekend in the NFL, <laughs> and he's down and he is out. All right, you ready to go? Is yours loaded up? All right, here I just sent it to you. Okay, here we go. This is a statement this is from a statement Urban from Urban Meyer. Meyer. I want to apologize to my wife, Shelly, my children, and to the Jaguars organization. I pride myself and think of myself as a man of faith, 
And there's a drive into deep left field by Castellanos, and that'll be a home run. And so that'll make it a whole game. <laughs> oh, man. Was that by Gary? a Twitter thing. So for people who don't know, this is so funny. Uh People do this now on Twitter because there was an announcer during a baseball game who was making racist comments on a hot mic and realized he was on air while he was talking. So he began apologizing and saying, like, I don't know if you'll ever hear me again on on television. I sincerely regret, you know, I'm a man of faith. And he's saying, and the guy hits a home run in the middle of his apology. And he gives this just non plus, you know, uh, you know, play by play. And people do this now on Twitter. Whenever somebody gives one of these half ass, you know, they're just saying it apologies because they're publicists. And it's the funniest thing ever. And it's all from Twitter because Twitter is so great. I, I love this. And uh, b- by the way, I, I think this tweet might be by your boy Barry. Oh, McC- it is. It's from, it's from Barry McCockner. Yeah, yeah. It's your boy. It's your guy. It's, it's that's that's another great part about this tweet. It's it's our guy, the guy who made me think Aaron Rodgers uh, retired out the GM. Oh yeah, that was great. He I mooned him. He, he made me think he, he mooned the GM. Yeah. Oh, Barry McCockner. That's that yeah. guy is a he's a wild man. Uh, I, this is, this was fun. This was, I enjoyed this show a lot, to be honest with you. Uh, my eyes, I'm gonna have to, to wipe the tears. Uh, well, thank you everybody for, for tuning in, for listening on the podcast or on Twitter, uh, or on YouTube, wherever you're checking us out. Uh, I am nimble W numbers himself. This is the Ralph macho on Twitter. Please follow That's both me. of us. Check us out, uh, every week, uh, nine 30 ish around halftime, uh, until around 11, uh, we'll be doing this all season long, and we're going to be doing it off season long as well. Uh, we, we're never stopping, right? We're going to be doing here every single, pretty much every single Monday. Uh, we live you know, here now. Yeah, we live here now. This is what we're going to do. So uh, we'll be back next week uh, again to break down week six, to talk about week seven, all those things. Please check out nimblewnumbers.com. Last week, we had our best week ever. I loved it. Bowman big time crushing it this year. Uh, hot cash from the king of spice you got nimble gpp and then you got the head-to-head the clash of the beards and bellies uh bo had beat me two weeks in a row i gotta come after him this week he really is a great cash player uh so i that that's all for me uh please check out all our sponsors underdog check out prize picks check out um you know bowman big times big time flavor.co Check out Underdog, Run the Sims, Occupy Fantasy, Football Guys. They're all down in the description below. Please check out all of those different amazing organizations. Uh, Anything else you want to say, Mike, as we get out of here? Peace and love. Peace and love.